Basically, uh, most people in the world, they're neurotypical. Neuro, it's basically an adjective for the brain. Like, you know how avian means bird? Um, neuro basically means brain. So neurotypical people, they're people whose, whose brains are uh, wired, quote-unquote, normally. People who are neurodivergent, their brains are wired somewhat differently, not better or worse, but just differently. So examples of people who are neurodiverse that can include um, people with autism or people with ADHD, um, people with um, clinical anxiety. Uh, that doesn't mean that their brains are wired uh, better or worse. It just means they're wired differently. So people in the neurodiverse community, we think differently from everyone else. We act differently from everyone else. That's not bad that's not good either it's just how we are but for some reason a lot of the time we're not accepted as by by neurotypical people wow that's not fair people who are neurodiverse they should be accepted too it's not fair if they're not accepted that's true they deserve a place in society they deserve to be as understood and as accepted as everyone else. i agree everyone in the society be treated equally. You were diagnosed with ADHD when you were very young. What is ADHD? ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, except we don't really have a deficit of attention. It's more like we're focused on every every single thing at once, or we end up quote-unquote hyper-focusing, focusing really hard on, on something that's not important. And unlike neurotypical people, we can focus on what needs focusing on all the time. For example, say you're watching a movie with your family. A lot of neurotypical people, they would they would like, be focused on the, their family, on, on the movie. But a lot of people with ADHD, it's not that they have a deficit of attention, but they might end up hyper-focusing on some a random bug that's flying around. And it seems like they're not paying attention to anything. But really what they're doing is hyper-focusing on something that isn't what needs focusing on at the moment. If we're hyper-focusing on what's important, though, we can do it honestly a lot better than other people. And then another aspect of ADHD, it's hyperactivity, being very, very energetic to the point of um, disrupting your behavior, disrupting other people. It's not like a normal person not trying hard enough to pay attention. We try 
harder than everyone else, but because of this difference in the chemicals in our brain, we have a harder time controlling our impulses and we have a harder time acting the way others expect us to. So when people say that everyone has ADHD to a small extent, they're wrong. That's not not true. Did you have a tough time in school when you had ADHD? I went to a special needs school when I was younger. Uh, grade six and seven, I was in a, in a special needs school. After that, I, I moved to, to my school. Academically, I didn't have a problem, although I know a lot of other people with ADHD, though. Personally, though, I didn't. But socially, yes, I definitely did have a problem in terms of my social life. Um, a lot of my classmates thought I was, sometimes still think I'm annoying or just doing things for no reason. Um, but um, that's really because I had a harder time showing my impulses because I also had a harder time understanding social cues. So I did struggle a lot socially because of my ADHD in school. Yeah, I think there really needs to be in our society from a very young age, everyone, even neurotypicals need to be educated about this stuff, about ADHD, about autism, about understanding people who have it, not just disregarding them, not just thinking they're annoying for no reason or not trying hard enough. Everyone needs to understand that from a very young age um, instead of stigmatizing it. I'm so sorry you had to go through all of this. But now with brave minds, I think people will definitely have more awareness. Um, yes, I think that's, that's true. Yeah, that's what we're working towards. What made you start Brave Minds? And what does Brave Minds do? My girlfriend and I started it um, one night. We were just talking about how we struggled as children. How we still struggle. It's a never ending struggle. Um, and we decided to start Brave Minds together to, to help other people like us, not just children either, adults to struggle. Did you know Michael Phelps has ADHD? Record setting Olympic swimmer. So Brave Minds is not just targeted at, at children, it's targeted at adults too. I, I'm the president and the chief operating officer of Brave Minds. Um, Anya Castro is the founder and the chief executive officer. And and together we started it, and we're really hoping to make society as a whole more inclusive of people like us so they, they don't struggle as much so people understand them more accept them more. How can my listeners help Brave Mind? Even something as simple as a quick Google search of neurodiversity and conditions like ADHD or autism, trying to understand them. And when you when they see someone like that, don't just assume that they're not trying hard enough or they're annoying or they're bad people. Uh, be more understanding, be more patient with people like that. It really takes a lot of patience. Um, even I, I, I still act out a lot um, at home with my friends. I act out and they are all very patient with me. And um, it takes a lot more patience than it would to deal with a, 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 a neurotypical person. So I guess um, be more patient and understanding of people with these conditions. And then if you know someone with something like this, or even if you don't, but you'd like to learn more about it, do your research, learn how to help, learn more about the science of how they think, how to understand it, I guess.
Don't stigmatize those who are different. Don't discriminate. Be understanding. Be patient. That's really good advice. Me and my listeners definitely follow it. What are the other social causes you are involved in? One that I spend most of my time at, besides Brave Minds, it's called Fly High. It's based in Portland, Oregon, in the United States. Our mission there is to bridge the gap between the underprivileged and the privileged. So, for example, underprivileged can mean a lot of things. People who are in poverty, um, people who are discriminated against because of their, their race, because of their people who don't have proper access to education. It's a very broad blanket statement, um, bridge the gap between the underprivileged and the privileged in, in the youth community. Our projects right now, they focus mainly on developing countries. Uh, do you know what those are, Rada? Like India and other places? Um, countries that don't, that whose economies they're still developing. So generally, they have a lot of social issues. Poverty, lack of education, even unfair government. So what Fly High does is we hold projects in countries like this to help the youth there who are underprivileged and struggling. For example, one of our projects right now, we're organizing this international book drive. Another one of our projects right now is, it's a joint project, actually, between Brave Minds, Fly High, the Good Intentions Foundation, um, the ASEAN Youth Organization, the ASEAN Youth Journal, and and the Rotary Club of Alabang Madrigal Business Park. It, it's part of Rotary International. Um, we have this joint project called EduFirst. We're organizing this remote tutoring service for 100% free, um, getting certified educational education professionals and having them remotely teach students in struggling students, students who are in poverty or students who don't have equal access to education because of their their race or their location, or students who are struggling because of their neurodiversity, like, like ADHD, for example. Um, this tutoring service, it's these students can use it 100% for free. They don't have to pay at all, and the tutors will stay for as long as the students need them to. Like, if you just want me to be general, the, the social process that that I, I work with at, at different organizations. It's um, neurodiversity, animal welfare, education, the environment, um, social equality. All of these are very good causes. And I'm really glad you're helping them. Thanks, Lynette. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to do a lot of good stuff yourself when you grow up. You're meeting all these interesting people at such a young age. You're learning about a lot of stuff. I think definitely we're going to make a difference in the world. Thank you. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to get into tech, research and development in technology. That's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not sure what specifically I want to do yet, though. But probably something in tech. What about you? No idea yet? Yes, I'm not sure yet. I've made options in mind, but I'm not sure. I wish you the best for your future. Thanks for that. You as well. I wish you the best. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
Thank you so much for coming on my show. You're welcome. This is really exciting, as I said at the beginning. Yes, it was really uh, nice to meet you to talk about this stuff. Hopefully, raise more awareness. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedant, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant. And don't forget to rate and leave comments.